Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. Time flies when you're learning super cool stuff. I'm Nate. And I'm Callie. If you're dropping in for the first time, welcome to Curiosity, where we aim to blow your mind by helping you to grow your mind. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back. Today, you'll learn about how researchers are using stem cells to cure infertility in mice, the health benefits of honey made by ants, and the potential emotional toll of using AI at work. Without further ado... Let's satisfy some curiosity. As cancer rates go up in young adults, a new problem is on the rise. Infertility caused by ovarian failure. But there is good news on the horizon. Hang on, is cancer causing all of this infertility? Not directly. It's the chemotherapy that's used to treat cancer, especially ovarian cancer. And the thing is, there's currently nothing doctors can do to reverse infertility after chemotherapy. Most women who think they would still like to have children after treatment have to undergo the process of freezing their eggs or embryos, or they have to use donor eggs down the road. Imagine going through cancer treatment and then having to deal with that. It's so terrible, and it must take a ton of courage to go through. Right? But that's not the only cause of ovarian failure. Some women have genetic issues that cause infertility. But the long and short of it is ovarian failure can lead not just to infertility, but also to lower estrogen levels and even autoimmune disorders. And by some estimates, up to 5% of people with ovaries suffer some level of ovarian failure. So there are a lot of reasons to celebrate a potential breakthrough using stem cells. Ooh, stem cells, magic little cells that can grow up to become anything. We haven't talked about stem cells in a while. Uh, How are they using them to treat ovarian failure? This is a really exciting study, actually. A research team from Brigham and Women's Hospital created what's called pluripotent stem cells from mouse ovaries. So the pluripotent stem cells, like you said, can basically turn into anything. But in the lab, they turned into ovarian cells. Just on their own? Like these little stem cells just decided to turn into ovarian cells? I mean... Yeah, they think that happened because of something called epigenic memory. Basically, they think a cell has a sort of memory, and it uses that memory to grow and change. That's pretty mind-blowing. Yeah, totally. And the ovarian cells that came out of those stem cells started producing estrogen and progesterone. And those are the hormones that are needed for fertility. Exactly. And they were able to change into egg cells. No way. Yeah, way. But the real magic is what happened next. They implanted these stem cells into mice that had gone through chemotherapy, and they regained their fertility. They were able to conceive, give birth, and all of those cute little mice babies were eventually able to have babies of their own. So their infertility was just reversed? It is just that simple. Not only that, but when they injected the cells into one of the mouse's ovaries, the recovery spread to the other one too. Okay, if I'm hearing you right, this sounds like a cure for infertility. Isn't this just, you know, kind of too good to be true? It's even better than that, actually. Seeing how one ovary could heal the other one makes them think that they might be on the verge of figuring out the actual mechanisms that promote the healing process. That could mean treatments that don't even need stem cells. For so many women trying to conceive, this feels like a miracle. Yeah, well, as with any breakthrough, researchers are quick to say, 
not so fast, more research is needed on the knock-on effects of this treatment, like how does it affect the genes of offspring? But not only that, they still need to figure out if it can even be replicated in humans. But in the case of infertility, any news is good news. Researchers in Australia are finding that honey could have some pretty special antimicrobial properties that could lead to new medicines for all sorts of things. All right, but don't we already know that honey is antimicrobial? Like, my mom used to make me honey tea if I had a cold. Yes, but this new study is looking for the first time at ant honey, which means it's anti-microbial. Get, oh, <laughs> I get it. The Australian honeypot ant, or the Campanotus inflatus, is a pretty amazing little creature that the indigenous Australians, or First Nations, have known about for thousands of years. I had no idea that ants could produce honey. That's, that's pretty wild. It's even cooler than it sounds. So they live in huge colonies, and some of them will slurp up all the food they can possibly fit into their bodies, and their abdomens swell up into something that looks like a balloon filled with honey. Balloon filled with honey. That sounds both delicious and kind of disgusting. <laughs> and messy, to say the least. So these workers with the honey balloon bodies hang out and wait for their hungry friends to walk by so they can basically spit honey into their mouths. Mmm, they're like a living snack bar. It's a honey buffet, exactly. So, like I said, First Nations people have been digging for these little guys for thousands of years, the way people over here take their kids strawberry picking. It's sort of a bit of a treat. But they've also found that it helps to soothe sore throats, and they even use it on minor cuts and scrapes to ward off infection. Honey is kind of a miracle ooze, isn't it? It's sweet and soothing and totally nature-made. Exactly. But scientists wanted to know if honeypot ant honey was different than honey made by bees. After testing, they found that it was, in fact, different. Um, I guess that makes sense. I mean, they're ants. True. But it's also just honey, right? Or so they originally thought. But when compared to manuka honey, which is bee honey found in New Zealand, that has also been found to have antimicrobial properties, they found that the honeypot ant honey is actually effective against different bacteria and fungi. Oh, okay. So different honey can treat different things? Yeah. They found that it was effective against golden staph infections, which is caused by a bacteria that lives on our skin and nose, but can lead to some pretty crazy infections if they enter our bodies through a cut. They can even lead to death. But honeypot ant honey can fight that off? Yeah. And they can fight off a couple of species of fungi that can cause real problems in people with suppressed immune systems. Mm, I'm convinced. You sold me. Where do I get some of this fancy honey? Well, you'll have to wait uh, or go on a honeypot ant tour in Australia for now. Researchers would like to do more research on the effects of the honey, and so far there isn't a real market for it. That could be because it's hard to harvest. But even if you won't be eating honeypot honey anytime soon, researchers think this new study could lead to a lot of new and natural treatments for everything from staph infections to the common cold. All right. Sweet. <laughs> I see what you did there. My pun was better. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We've talked a lot about AI recently. And I would guess we'll be talking about it a lot in the near future too, right? 
If trends continue, you don't need a large language model to tell you that AI is not only here to stay, but it's just going to keep evolving, and quickly. Some are comparing the rise of AI to the Industrial Revolution. And just like the Industrial Revolution raised millions upon millions of people out of poverty, it also came with some unforeseen bad stuff. Yeah, like climate change. (laughs) That's a good example. But AI is evolving so quickly that some are warning about the unintended consequences that we aren't even able to predict yet. And four new experiments are showing a link between using AI at work and feelings of loneliness and increased alcohol consumption. Wait, so AI is making people lonely and wanting to drink. I mean, talk about unintended consequences. That one's horrible. Well, so these studies don't show causation. They only show a correlation. Let's talk about these studies so you can see what I mean. Lead researcher Pak Man Tong worked in an investment bank and used AI before he worked to get his PhD. So he was fascinated by the psychological effects of AI. Right. It feels like there's been a ton of research done on how AI helps productivity or on what kinds of jobs are going to be lost because of it, but not much done on how it affects our emotions. Exactly. So he conducted four studies in total on four different groups of workers in four different locations, and the results from each study matched up for the most part. They found that employees who worked with AI systems felt lonelier, were more likely to suffer from insomnia, and also drank more alcohol after work. What the heck? Is their AI chatbot giving them subliminal messages or something? I hope not. The (laughs) thing is, humans are social animals, right? So they think that working with AI has a sort of isolating effect. And that theory might be supported by the fact that not only did the use of AI correlate to all these other bad things, the people in the study who used AI also tended to be more helpful to their colleagues. Okay, wait a second. Lonely, tired, drinking too much, and helpful. How does that fit? Again, they can't pinpoint a specific reason, but they have a hunch it might be because they crave that basic human connection that comes from when you help out a friend. So what do we do with this information? That's the important thing here. Like I said, these studies don't show that AI causes these problems, only that the use of AI is linked to them. And because AI is advancing at lightning speed, studies like these are more essential than ever. With AI, we really just don't know what we're getting ourselves into. But we got to do everything we can to figure it out before it's too late. Well, that's a happy thought. I mean, I'm kidding. It's terrifying. (laughs) Here's a little bit of hope. Knowing that the people in the study were also more helpful to their friends might signal that AI will not just take up some of our busy work. It might help us find space to connect with each other once again, IRL. Okay. I mean, I'll take that hope, but I'm still skeptical. Well, fair enough. Maybe there will even be more hopeful news about AI in the future that will change your mind. I mean, if there is, you'll hear about it right here first. Let's recap what we learned today to wrap up. Researchers used stem cells to reverse ovarian failure in mice due to chemotherapy and genetic issues. If the process can be replicated in humans, this could mean hope for millions of women suffering from infertility. A new study in Australia has found that honey made by the honeypot ant has antimicrobial and antifungal properties that could be used to develop new treatments for everything from staph infections to the common cold. First Nations people have been enjoying the benefits of the sweet little ant for millennia. Scientists have found that workers who use AI tend to suffer more feelings of loneliness, insomnia, and tend to drink more alcohol after work. Their studies don't show that AI causes these issues, only that they are correlated. They also found that workers who use AI are more helpful to their colleagues, so the news isn't all bad. Curiosity Daily is produced by Wheelhouse DNA for Discovery. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we would love it if you could take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.